Ryan Klein. <laughs> and this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lives. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? Hi, Paul. I'm doing Hi. really well. <laughs> um, really glad we can be talking um, this evening, uh, April 17th, 2019, 7.48 p.m. Um, yeah, we were just, um, just uh, getting our Zoom set up because uh, we're testing some things um, as far as podcasting remotely here and there, and uh, we're going to give this one a shot. So uh, we have a great topic tonight. Um, it's one we've been uh, deliberating what we're going to be talking about, and we're going to go back and forth, but I think this is something a lot of people will be interested in. Right. And, uh, and what's the topic, Paul? Or am I why, don't, why, don't, why don't you run us through what our, what our topic is here? Bud. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's something that's kind of a recurrent thing, uh, especially talking to other uh, SEOs and consultants and small businesses. And it's basically uh, situations where uh, you're a business owner and you, you know you want to do SEO, you know you have to do marketing, but you either don't have any time, you don't got that much money, you don't got either one, you know <laughs> that it's important and you want to get something rolling, you don't really know where to start. What we're going to do today is we're going to guide you through some scenarios, pretty much ha help you pinpoint the things that you should be focused on and how you can get uh, most bang for your buck, I guess, on different things, different approaches to make sure you have something in place. You're doing something, you're being proactive, um, but you're not, you know, showing out tons of money at once if you absolutely just don't have the budget. So where do we begin? <laughs> well, I mean, so I have uh, ideas and answers about this that I like to talk about from doing this in-house. Um, cool. You know, because in a sense, when you do marketing inside of a company, a lot of companies have the idea that you're a service provider, you know, and your client is other areas of that company. So I, I do sort of have an opinion on this, but I think for someone that deals with this every day, uh, especially with clients that have limited budgets, uh, why don't you kind of break down exactly how you deal with this? Sure. So uh, if you come to me and you don't have a big budget, um, I respectfully say I can't work with you and that's the end of our conversation. Okay. Uh, so thanks for listening tonight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, let's, uh, yeah, let's do a hypothetical. Um, the thing about working with agencies and, and we can spitball numbers and, you know, go, go back and forth with that. But um, if a person um, is a business owner and immediately they're saying, uh, I want to work with an agency, uh, it's, it may not always be a good fit, especially if you have some time to, you know, do stuff on your own. So what's partnering with an agency kind of look like? Um, typically it's going to be what kind of industry you're in. Uh, so you can imagine the more competitive your industry, the more likely it is that it's going to cost money to work with them. So um, someone going to an agency that specializes in uh, doing stuff for lawn care and plumbing um, might not be paying as much as someone that's going to go look for someone that's a professional with lawyers. Um, and that has to do with, not because of anything with professionalism, typically it's just really just competition and really the, the cost to be competitive with those industries. So let's just uh, do hypothetical because this is going to be contingent on a lot of numbers. Um, you know, illegal marketing agencies, um, ones that are good, you might be in the thousands, and then ones that are a little bit more catered to some, some of the smaller businesses, you know, might be in the hundreds. Um, I would say... I don't really have like a good rule of thumb for like X equals Y. Um, but I, I would say that if you want to work, work with like a pretty good agency nowadays, I can't imagine it's going to be really less than like 500 bucks a month. What do you, what do you think, Paul? 
and that, and that uh, and these numbers are all over the place, but I, I prefer to share some numbers if I can. Yeah, I think 500 is, is at the lower end of what you would pay uh, monthly to, to a reputable agency. Um, you know, you, you could, you could pay more than that for people that don't know what they're doing at all. So, uh, you, you'd have to be, you know, but almost have to be like a sweetheart deal just because there's so many clients out there for people that actually know what they're doing. They're going to pay more than $500 a month. So I think it's like, that's really, really at like the. Yeah. That's at the lower end. My internet connection is unstable. Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I said my internet crept up for a second. Wonderful. Good um, thing we're doing this through online channels. Right? Yeah, I mean, my internet's pretty reliable. But um, I didn't lose you for too long. So, yeah, where you're saying five, 500. I mean, you got to think about what goes into a, a pretty decent agency. I mean, you're going to have, um, you know, people that organize your account. You're going to have, like, an account manager. You're going to have people that strategize. You're going to have people that do the work on the account. I mean, you're going to have multiple people simultaneously working on it, plus their tools, plus overhead. So like anyone that's pretty decent, I mean, they can't afford to work with people less than that really, you know? Um, if they're a good agency, they're going to be a lot of people working on your account. So um, if you're already listening here saying, oh my God, I don't have $500 a month um, to do this. That's fine. That's why we're talking about this. So um, let's say that's like our first threshold. Where do you, where do you go after that? Let's say I absolutely, no matter what, I don't have 500, but I want this to, you know, this to work. I want to do something. What would be your uh, recommendation at that point, Paul? Oh man, you'd have to work out some kind of sweetheart deal and you have to be really, <laughs> really <laughs> specific on what you're getting. So, uh, I don't, I don't know how much it, it, it maybe just just like blogging or something like it, it would have to be like a really bare bones type of service that you're getting. So even if, if you're, we're talking about like link building, you're going to get really bottom of the barrel links for under 500 a month. Uh, you know, just stuff that like someone could do for $10, like at one time, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost like it's not in your, it's just not in your benefit to do it on such a small budget. You know, like if, if the links that you could get for a thousand dollars are a lot higher quality and are going to do a lot more than something that you get for like $500. And that's just like the reality of it. So it's almost like it's, that's like the range where it's just like nothing is, is really like being done to the level that you would want it to be for $500. So it's almost like uh, when you buy hosting for like a website and you start with like the entry level package, it's like never good enough to, to really get you like what, what you need and like stuff always like doesn't work out with that. So you guys will just like go to the next level if you can, you know? Yeah. I I think if, I mean, ultimately, I mean, we're not going to go into the whole like debate about like in-house versus an agency. We're just going to stick into, you know, if you don't hire this person, but um, I think it's definitely one of those situations where um, I wouldn't try to, unless it's like friends or family. um, When you start trying to like get agencies to move down um, a lot of agencies, especially the more respectable ones, I'm not really just speaking my behalf personally, like I'm talking about like, I know a lot of people own agencies. So when you start like going down and it's like, Oh, come on, can you do it for this? Can you do it for less? Um, a lot of good agencies, you know, they, they know what they're worth. They're not like making this number up. They're not just doing it just because they like, they pulled the number out of nowhere. Yeah. It also just, it devalues them too. You know, yeah. it's like, Oh, I do this for less. What else am I going to do for less? You know, am I going to do other clients for less? Oh, they found out about that, that I did this guy's. Yeah. Don't like less, you don't, know, 
don't negotiate with like agencies this is kind of like my my bottom line because you're always going to kind of like get off on kind of the, the wrong foot because the mentality they can you know most agency owners can't really help it well the good ones won't, won't budge on price anyway because it's kind of like their that's their value and that's what it is take it or leave it but the ones where for some reason they like final i'll drop the price like two three hundred dollars a month that's always going to like translate to whatever they're working on so it's just like if that's that's what it is that's kind of what it is and if you if, if you don't want to like pay a thousand dollars a month for an agency then you're gonna to have to kind of opt for other other yeah. um but you can listen to this podcast and you can learn all of these things that you can do on your own from it and you won't need an agency uh you'll be able to be your own agency oh yeah exactly the, the whole point of this is setting up for you to steal all my clients and steal paul's job that's yeah. actually what the, this whole purpose is unemployed you know make no. me um, unemployed um, even uh, even if you're really, really great at like SEO, there, there's so much stuff to do that uh, there's never been a place that I've worked internally as an SEO, so not for an agency, right, where we haven't used outside agencies to do some other additional work that we needed. You know, there's just always stuff to be done. So uh, even if you know how to do all the stuff in yourself, I mean, honestly, like the more that you learn about it, the more that, that you do know, the, the more you're going to realize there's stuff that like you don't want to spend your time doing. And it's better to use like an agency for it. Oh, I agree. Like supplemental, I, I would kind of stay clear of agencies that say they do everything. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but if you go to an agency and you're saying, Hey man, I'd love to have everything in one place. And they're like, cool, we'll design a website. We'll do all their social. We'll do the paid social organic. We'll do all your SEO. We'll do all your blogging. We'll do your re- reputation management. We'll Most are not good at everything. <laughs> no, there's, there's no way. And um, I mean, even, even we're slimming down like what we, we service because while we are very good at a lot of things, we're not, I don't think that we're good enough at. Uh, yeah. It's sort of like strength finders. You, you want to put a, a lot more effort and things that you're going to get more returns out of. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do, uh, do Indian agencies ever work? Have you, should we um, hire one to, to be able to do a podcast on our experience? Oh my God. I have such a great idea. Paul. Okay. I don't, I don't get too sidetracked, but let's build a website and let's hire an Indian agency and, and see what happens. Uh, and just see what happens from it. Yeah. Like as an experiment. See, yeah. Let's just like, see what it's like. You mean like the, the spam emails you get about like, yeah. SEO, like hire them and just see just what do, happens. Yeah. Let's just do it. Let's That just, would be, that would, you know what? I really, really like that idea. And I'm, I think we should do it for real. We're going to do it tonight. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go back from my emails. I'm going to find where it's like, I, I did a search for you and you were the seventh page. They didn't do the search. They don't even know what keyword. They don't mention the keyword. I, and I I'm going to respond. I think we should do like, we should test like five different ones from different like Indian pitches that we get. You want to do um, five? Yeah, yeah. We'll set up like five of the same website. <laughs> like <laughs> five times. And we'll see who wins, you know? Oh, that's such a good idea. Okay, guys, you heard it here first. Um, so the reason I don't want to go on that tangent too much, but um, we want to talk about this kind of stuff because we've been, you know, getting emails from hundreds, if not thousands. I'm not even exaggerating. Indians, Bangladesh, Philippines, you name it. Over the lifetime uh, over, that over I've been doing eight, this? Eight, nine years. I can't sure. even count them. Thousands. And uh, we're going to respond. And you, and you know how much they cost? They cost, what do you think, about 100 or 200 a month? I bet you could negotiate it real that, well. That's the thing is that you can most certainly negotiate it. Because even like $50 a month is a lot in that country. Well, they're going to do a lot. And, and this is going to tie into ultimately what we're talking about, like what's the most important things you have to do. Always 
I mean, top of mind is always going to be content and authority building and on-site. Like those are, and then hopefully local. Am I missing anything? That's kind of all encompassing. But well, yeah, I I really 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 like this idea actually, and I I think we should um we should do this after this. Well, we are. But let's stay on topic of this wonderful podcast, right? And that's stuff that you you should not necessarily like put into your reporting or are doing when you have a client that's on a limited budget. Okay. Okay. So, so like I was saying, it doesn't matter if they're from India, it doesn't matter if they're right here uh, in the United States, no matter what, they're always going to be talking about content and link building and like on site and a bunch of other stuff. So what's the bunch of other stuff and what matters and what doesn't. So um, I have a list here <laughs> that we're, we're both looking at. Uh, are you looking at it right now? Yeah. Cool. So, um, there's like a, a thing with, especially, and this is one thing that, um, I've fallen kind of victim of, or I, I'm kind of like working on this personally is offering a lot of great stuff to clients, just a list of just dozens and dozens of things that we can do. And we're kind of falling into what's called the 80, 20 rule for it, where, even though like this is all great stuff and all technically can have a positive impact really only about 20%, 20% of things that's on my list. Um, we'll do 80% of the positive impact. Do you know what I'm saying? And you, Paul, do you yeah, think you, you feel the same way about that? Yeah. yeah. I knew you'd agree uh, with me. There. Why don't we, we should uh, share this out um, in the, you know, in this podcast below in the description. So people Ooh. can check it out. It's almost proprietary. All right. I'll think about it. But more than more than likely, I will. Yeah. But um, so we're looking at a list, and in this particular list, there's probably like 50 things, and these are 50 things that you know we offer clients. But ultimately, if if I picked like 10 of these things, 10 of these things would probably do majority of the, you know, the impact or positive for SEO, visibility, traffic, rankings, all that stuff. So, um. <clears throat> How do you want to tackle this? <laughs> Cause well, it's just like, I would say in my experience, right. And this really depends on like what your the type of client that you have. But, uh, often I deal with clients that really only care about bottom line, right? Like, did I have this amount of calls coming in? Uh, did I make sales off those calls? Because most of the time, if, if you're talking to a small business owner, they're not really going to like care. I mean, they're going to care a little bit about keyword rankings. They're not going to care about backlinks because they don't really like, they just don't, right? It's not going to affect like, uh, if they're getting like to their knowledge that, that they're getting more money from their business. Um, so when, when I have something like that, I keep it like very limited to like things that they can just physically see. Uh, not even like that. Cause if I'm like, Hey, you have a, there's an article on this website that's talking about you and it's linking back to you. That's like great and all, but like to them, you know, it doesn't really like resonate as like being important. So I'm just like, Hey, your website had this many people coming to it. Your phone got ring, it rang this amount of times from this like source. Uh, so it's tying it directly back to like your efforts. And sometimes like that's all, you know, maybe I'll give them a little bit of like a keyword, uh, ranking, like a review, like maybe like the top 10 things that they're ranking for. Mm. And obviously you want to rank them in the top 10 for like, whatever their business is in that area or their business in general. Um, but you know, as far as like all the long tail stuff, 
a lot of the stuff that maybe blogs might be ranking for, like I don't even include that stuff. I just do that in my own analysis and I give them like very, very bare bones information. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to like overwhelm them with information. And it's it's interesting because we, uh, our agency kind of likes ha- having an approach where we like, excuse me, I'm just, I just burped. But um, we, <laughs> we have an approach where we like to overwhelm them with like all the stuff that we're doing. And it's not fluff. I mean, you're, you're looking at this list, right? And it's not like fluff. The only, pro- the problem is, is it's just stuff that isn't necessarily as important even remotely as important as other stuff. So an example I, I have, right, is like add, uh, adding alt tags with keywords and images. Um, I don't give a crap. <laughs> I just like, you know, it's, it's a thing that's, I would never say, the point of this conversation isn't like, oh, should I do it? Sure, you should do it. But should you do uh, Google My Business optimization first? Yeah. Uh, should you do um, a plagiarism check for an existing website that didn't realize they had 50 pages that were copied from the previous SEO company. Yeah. Like that's, I think, I think that's like kind of my point. Yeah. So, uh, I guess the way that I would break it down, uh, cause there's, you can always have more work to do with SEO, right? There's always stuff to do. Um, cause then you're adding more content and you have to optimize that content and then you re-optimize old content. Um, you know, so there, it's, it's constantly changing. There's always things to update. Um, there's always like technical SEO things update as well. But what you want to do is kind of going back to, to what you said earlier, Ryan, it's like content on page backlinks, right? Those are the three main things that are going to like move the needle. And if it's local, it's citations, right? Yeah. So you, you do the things, the highest level things first that are going to move the needle. And then you focus on the things once you, I mean, you're not, going to spend every weekend up to like creating citations like at some point you're going to you're going to run out of local citations to add right and when that comes uh then you can still provide a service of like hey i'm going to do like the alt tag for the keywords you know like the images keywords and stuff like that's that's a perfectly good thing to do at like that point um you know and so maybe you get like a little bit of extra rankings and maybe one or two people click on that image and come to your site from it who knows right um so it doesn't mean like don't don't do certain things. Don't do optimizations that you know are best practices, uh, but it, just don't do them first. Agreed. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's kind of like a d- dilemma. I think that we're, we're going through is because we, we have these massive, with what are called 30, 60, 90s, where we give people three month plans of what we're doing. There's a bunch of stuff on it, but really at the end of the day, our priority is like, are you a local business that can be on maps? What we really should be doing um, and what we are doing now and what a lot of people should do is like, you want your crap on maps now. Like you want maps now. You want to be on maps right now. Like I'm just saying that it just is one of the most important things you can do for a local. So what does that mean? That means figuring out how you're going to uh, solicit reviews and get more reviews. It means building citations. Like Paul said, it means going to Google my business and maybe referencing a tutorial on what optimization looks like. It's just like now not like later. And most of these things you can do, well, some of these things you can do on your own and some of them you might have to find a vendor. Um, review generation, you can do it on your own, emailing people, calling people, doing whatever, or you can use a tool like a gather up or bird eye costs like so, 30, so $50. Let's, let's break down. If you have a client, the top five things you need to do and do them in this order. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I okay. just, just, I guess it was the middle of the, the local one, but, um, let's, 
So let's do, if it's not a local client, then let's actually, let's just do if it's a local client because 90% of the people listening are going to be doing local clients. Yeah. I mean, I think so. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I mean, people have probably been listening by now are probably like, these guys don't really talk about e-commerce a lot. I'm sure that there's like separate specific e-commerce Maybe episodes to come. You don't know. We're going mean, mean, to we look do, into it. I mean, we do more and more and we can get guests. So just, just sit tight. Yeah. But yeah, let's just talk about local. You know, right. Small, medium, it could be huge. It could be multiple locations that you just did a bad job optimizing. But local, um, like you said, citations, a review strategy in place, um, going into the right. optimizing. Let's break, it, let's break it down in an epic list form, though. <laughs> what is epic list form? Do I just say it like in a different voice? Should we do from first to, to fifth or fifth to first? Oh, I mean, to, for me, I mean, one of the first things I do for everyone is really local um, for a local service. Right. You right. might disagree. Number one. one. <laughs> the first place you should start uh, is Google My Business. Okay. Uh, making sure that one, they have a Google My Business account. Uh, two, that it's claimed, right? So this is all package of number one here. Yeah. Uh, that it has citations for, for that listing that are accurate. There aren't any NAP issues. You want to take care of all that stuff, do an audit right away. Uh, citations so, being like your bright local or your white spark. Yeah. 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 Uh, just, you know, what, if you don't know what local citations are, I mean, we've talked about it on several episodes in the past, but yeah. you know, just Google local citation ecosystem. You're going to see exactly what we're talking about. They all kind of influence each other. So if some are incorrect, you're going to end up with a lot of big issues. Uh, you're not going to rank very well in those areas. But what's great about local SEO is sometimes you don't even have to have a website for to show up in the maps. And, oh, and, you love that. Right? <laughs> That's your favorite thing in the world. Yeah. So uh, make sure if you're a local business, number one, that your Google My Business is in good working order. Your NAP is updated across the board and it's accurate. and that's where I would absolutely start. And after that, I would start with looking at the domain that you have. Probably do a little bit of like technical SEO on it. You want to go into detail or, or if we're going to get too far into each one and then when there's five, we'll be here for an hour and a half. Uh, we can run through them really quick. Uh, so you want to make sure things like there, there's mobile, uh, you know, there, there's a mobile option for the site. I mean, not like an M dot. I don't even know if people have it. Does that even exist? The mystery dot, like like it existed for 10 minutes and everyone forgot about it. <laughs> you want to make sure there's a mobile experience that isn't terrible for the website. Do you, uh, do you, remember, like, uh, do you remember Due to Mobile and I was like really into them for a bit and then they just yeah. could not figure out how to like do the technical side of things and, and the SEO side and they just like were just murdering. They just couldn't get it. And yeah, so but now everyone is just going to do like a dynamic website that adjusts depending on where you're, where you're looking at it from. So, you know, make sure you have something like that. Make sure you have HTTPS working for your website. Make sure the phone number works and the contact uh, form on it works. You'd be surprised how many clients don't have a working contact it's, us. It's a, Yeah, it's a part of our, uh, our onboarding process. You, I've had people's phone numbers expire or just like, it honestly like, happens all the time. And then contact forms break all the time. I'd say, I'd say every, every 10% of people have web, uh, phone numbers they stop paying for on their website. And then about 
almost no not half i'd say almost like a quarter at least a quarter of people have broken contact forms yeah it's that if you do all this work and uh people come to the site they don't fill out like a form then you're not gonna get any of the credit for it it's gonna be really frustrating when you have monthly report like calls to that person yeah so that's that's like on-site so you're so you just moved on from local to on-site yeah that, oh, that's number two. Number one is setting it. up, making sure local's good. Oh, my bad. I didn't even know that you transitioned. Okay. Yeah. So, so on site, yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Usability and functionality is huge. And then people are crazy with the meta information that they have on uh, websites. It's so bizarre. And how yeah. much it screws up the optimization of pages. You know, you so have, yeah, something great about number two is that it's going to transition really well into number three. Ooh. Now I'm excited. So you want to make sure that you have really the right site architecture um, for your content. And so when I say that, I mean like, what's the URL structure for your site? Um, how does uh, the link flow pass from like page to page based on like URLs that you have? Um, you know, depending on how big your site is. And, and right now I'm dealing with sites that are like, you know, 50,000 plus pages, like they're massive websites. Um, they get over like a million, you know, visits a month. So uh, having a proper site architecture is very, very important. But even if you're a smaller site, it's something that you need to like figure out and have proper architecture just for tracking purposes, for reporting purposes. It's way easier to pull reports on the different types of content that you have if you have proper site architecture. How about, can we do this real quick um, for every section since we still did pull in the fact that it has to do with people's budgets and how much they want to spend for every step. Can we talk about what your options are and how much it costs? So like num number one um, local, um, if you do it yourself, um, we're, we're still going to tell you like no matter what, you can't skimp on some things or else it just won't work. So you're going to have to pay for citations. So what are some examples of like citation, like either like a, a monthly service or a package and what would you do, Paul? So on the high end is Yuxt and we've talked about Yuxt several times. F, F it. That's like no. 600 a year. I hate them. Let's not, uh, don't do No, Yuxt. no, it's more than that. It's like 600 a month. No, it's, it's, it's like 500 a month. Yes, it is. Uh-uh, it's annual. Mm -hmm. No, I'll look it up right now. That's not even possible. Or 200 a month. Yeah, that's that's possible, but that's like probably a different package. That's if you're getting you're getting like their special sign up deal, and then they'll change it. They'll they'll bump it up to five hundred after a little bit. Memory. Oh my gosh, they don't even like have. Oh, <laughs> I don't even see like their pricing breakdown. So there's Yax, there's Bright Local, White Spark. Those are those two are are much cheap, cheaper options. You're still paying a, a monthly fee. Uh, there's. Moz Local, which used to be a one-time yearly fee of about $80, but they've now changed to like a monthly fee of, I think it's in 20. And now SEM Rush has gotten into the local game as well. Oh, cool. And they're around $20 per location for a business to create citations for you. You, uh, you, you can need do all those things. Unfortunately, there's some citations, uh, websites that they, they go through like a third-party data aggregate to even create them. Um, so there's no telling how long it might take for them to actually be created. Uh, so you might want to use one of the services. You can always go on something like legit or conquer or blackout worlds or I don't know. What's that other forum Warrior forum? <laughs> oh, and, I haven't been in there in about five years. Yeah. And then I'll just, yeah, real quick. Um, whenever, you can go in there and find someone that to build them for you for pretty cheap. You know, you yeah. get packages for like, you know, a hundred dollars, $50. So they'll, they'll build you a bunch of citations based on how many, 
how many you want for the price. No, no matter what, citations are never at any point going to be something that you want to take over on your own to save money because the amount of time will make you nauseous. So just don't do it. You're just you're going to have you're to better pick off something. just doing it. Uh, just just paying someone yeah. and uh, or paying the monthly fee. Because yeah. ultimately, you know, you can pass it on to your client or if it's yourself, you were talking about 20 bucks if, if you're one location uh, thing, like 20 bucks a month really, really isn't that bad. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't get Yex unless you absolutely have to get Yex. You don't have to get Yex. Um, this is something that you're, you're just going to do it. So just deal with it. And then um, for, for reviews, I, I'd, I'd suggest going with some sort of tool. It'll make your life so much easier. It, it doesn't matter how much free time you have. It's just, it would literally be, it just almost would never be anyone's worth anyone's time because there's so, too much out there yeah for so for local you want to be spending like you said twenty dollars a month something like bird eye for reviews is how much a month again it's uh that one's it's too it's kind of expensive but you could probably get away with something with gather up and get some uh, there's other ones out there but altogether, i would expect to spend maybe like at least probably like a hundred bucks a month for like your local strategy and then if you were to go with an agency that specializes in local um just local that couldn't be any cheaper than I think I've seen okay companies do for three fifty a month. Yeah. What one, one location. So probably I mean if you didn't care about reviews, you should go twenty, but you they're really important now. So I would budget for a hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And then doing it yourself. Or three fifty and you don't touch it. Okay. Sounds good. Or or you can go on upwork and find consultants that do local SEO, but I'm sure so, they'll, they'll be okay. more pricey. So, Going to technical SEO, this is one of the things where if you're not an expert, you're going to have to pay someone that is to tell you what to do and audit your website. Uh, so depending on the level of expert that you get, you can go to Upwork, you can find someone for about $50 an hour that'll probably do a decent job. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they spend about three hours like auditing your website. And what they're going to do is they're going to put it through a tool. It's going to tell you all the stuff that they need to, you, you know, that you need to know. And then they're going to like take that information and put it in something digestible for you um, as far as recommendations. So that's great now because it's going to tell you what you need to do. It's not going to really help you get a lot of that stuff done if you don't have the know-how for it though. So, you know, like it can be costly to have all of your technical SEO issues fixed or changed or just put in, you know, a setup for success to begin with. Yeah. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with someone actually doing like an audit for you for like 200 bucks and then giving you all the action items and then you can read up on it like a little bit. Um, on how to execute on them and then actually do it yourself. Um, that one is probably like a cool project for someone that's like a business owner and, and wants to learn along the way. I'd say is like getting a good audit and it, because it's going to be an overview of a lot of crucial aspects of SEO yeah. and you're going to learn a lot and you could save a lot of money. But if you don't have the time for that, I would say don't expect to spend less than a thousand dollars on an audit and updating any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, also when you partner with an agency, this is kind of like their responsibility in the beginning of working together. So if you, um, there are contracts that exist with SEO agencies from three to 12 to 24 months, I don't know about 24, but um, it will be typically the responsibility to be doing this the first couple of months of working together. Yeah. And they also generally are responsible for making ongoing updates for changes to the, the algorithm, um, you know, different types of content that can be marked up different, features that Google starts offering as time goes on. So, so uh, for, for on-site, uh, like you said before, you know, you're t testing like uh, kind of like the contact forms and phone numbers and some of the user experience stuff and then the on-site 
is your typical meta information, keyword density, internal, external linking, H, H tags, whatnot. And, um, you know, you can dabble in it when you get bored and then you hire someone else or you get too busy. Yeah. All right. So then that leads us on to number three. Let's see. Uh, let's see if you agree on three. What? <laughs> let's see what we agree on for three. I don't even know what all five are. I thought there yeah. were four. Well, we're just doing the top. Uh, we're doing the top five. Uh, well, we're probably going to agree that this must be link building at this point. No, I was going to say uh, on-page content. Wait. Because you can get links with Wait. content without trying to link build. Oh, well, you're sounding very white hat right now. And this, also, this isn't the poll that I normally know. You can also use it on different things, different mediums like Facebook. Right, you can share posts out there. You can get yeah, them but we're, we're talking. Yeah, but we're we were starting to talk about things that actually matter, though. Yeah, content does matter. Uh, no, no, but like you're starting to talk about like uh, someone writing a blog and then sharing it on their Facebook that has. No, uh, even if no one ever reads a blog that you post, just having content that's related to what you're talking about is is creating that much stronger of like a correlation with the algorithm that you're going to rank better for the larger keywords that you have. Um, just by having supplemental like content about that. Let's let's put it this way, like just so we can meet in the middle. If you have a website that has like no content on it right now, or you have no content strategy, content's super important for you right now. If you have a website where you actually have written about a bunch of stuff, I'm going to say link building would be something. Yeah. But let's say, uh, let's say you're starting from, it's a new website. They don't have a content or links. So, so go with the the content. These two can be done at the same time. Uh, so number three, number four, whatever, you know, switch them around. That's fine. I would just do them together at the same time. Okay. Let's just say that they, that content and link building are three and four and we're not uh, prioritizing. Well, sure. we're not just going to say which one's important, but they're okay. both a priority. Yeah. So okay. beginning on the content, uh, we'll tell you a little bit of how much you should expect for good content and crappy content. So, yeah. You always can write it yourself. That's fine. Uh, it's time consuming. You need to write a bare minimum of 500 words. I would even say 600 words. And I think I, I, I'm almost at 800 for yeah. some pages. Yeah. You need to read about uh, Google's eat guidelines, what they're looking at in the content. So if you're going to do it, uh, you want to do it right to begin with. So, you know, uh, if you write like a really good article, you get really good resources in it. It's not spammy. It's not filled with like keywords. You're doing actual keyword research on your own to like figure out what you should be writing about. Um, you know, even with all that, it could probably take you like, I don't know, an hour to two hours to write like that level of article, depending on how good of a writer you are. I'm not a good writer. I've never really written anything on a website. So I always outsource that. I mean, I do read through the content and I make updates to it um, and I enhance it, but I, I'm never the person that starts the article from scratch. Yeah, so, I think that for someone's kind of starting off, I think it's cool for um, for them to write their own homepage, their own about, um, maybe like a couple of blogs and some of the more important things. And then once you start like not knowing what direction to go in, that's when you have to make the decision. Yeah, and there's some content that you, you're just going to want to write on your own like that. Like you're not really going to ask an agency or a random writer to write the about you because yeah. how are they going to know that? You know, like you got to write that about yourself. Um, so I definitely suggest doing that and, you know, adding some personality to your site that, that is sort of like, it explains like who you are, um, and gives people a feel for you, but you know, getting to like actual blog articles or evergreen types of articles that just explain topics that, that people are looking up that that's 
relate to your business, like your business model or your niche, um, you know, I always use Upwork to find good writers and you're going to find a variety of writers and uh, a variety of prices for those writers. So, you know, something that's $75 an article is going to be at the higher end, the more uh, professional level. Uh, someone that has a lot of experience in whatever field that you're in or writing about that. And then you can get stuff as cheap as like $5 an article, but it's not going to necessarily be very good. It might not be from a native English speaker. Yeah. Um, five, might... five is, five is kind of nuts. What'll happen at five, which it, it'll be like, it won't be native. Like it's so, it's so rare that it could be, um, or it's, people that spin content and they just edit it to sound normal. It's just like five is just crazy. Um, the cheapest content that is actually like, okay, is probably like text broker or something like along that, those lines. You could probably get articles for like 10 or 12 bucks. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, I wouldn't uh, expect to spend, I, I would say $30 for a 500 word article is the lower range of like a respectable article for like something that's like, this is good. Like that. Yeah. You're, you're probably going to have to do some work to it yourself, but it'll, it'll be readable. <laughs> you know, like people, it, it won't seem like it was written by someone that doesn't speak English or from a, some like a constant spinner, you know? So you want to, I would, I would budget closer maybe to like $40 an article um, for like a quality article than the four, 500 to 600 uh, word range. And uh, just kind of go from there. So what should they be writing about? Well, you got to do the keyword research. So you can outsource keyword research if you'd like. <laughs> uh, and people will give you topics that you articles written about. Or you can do it yourself. Uh, if you outsource it, it's going to cost you. Honestly, this is a very cheap service to get. Um, people just run it through some software and they tell you, oh, this is what your site is ranking. It's, it's what it's not ranking for. This is what you should be ranking for. This is what your competitors are ranking for. And they're going to give you keywords that you can turn into topics. I mean, you can get like 50 for, I don't know, like 40 bucks. Um, it's, it's, it's not very expensive. You, you know, like I said before, you can just simplistic conquer or even like Upwork and find someone that's going to do that work for you really cheap. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about content, it, it can be very daunting, but fortunately there's just so many places to go for it. And there's such a wide range that you'll find something that you're comfortable with. I mean, you can get content, like I said, from, from Fiverr, you could, uh, people in your family <laughs> they can write for for a favor you can write it yourself yeah your girlfriend can write it for you she your can friends. write it yep uh, upwork um even fiverr has all sorts of content um opportunities find, like, find a free intern to do it i don't know in, in intern, a lot of things you can do you can steal it you can, you can steal it you can probably listen okay, to one of our podcasts <laughs> that talks about how how we get a lot of content for blog networks find that we, websites that don't exist anymore and put it yeah, in the way back machine there's, and take there's it. just so much there's so many ways to get content and it's so easy to think outside the box. You can, you can talk, you can sit there uh, hanging out, drinking wine, doing dragon diction and then get it uh, recorded and then transcribe it. There's just a, a or you can content is go everything. to Google docs and turn on the record audio. Which you're supposed to do. And then your audio happen. type it. Cool. So, um, yeah, this podcast is going to, it's going on a bit. So we got to, we're going to move oh, through okay. it a little bit. All right. So we just have the fifth one left. So you got to get, you got to say what the fifth one no, is. No, we didn't even talk about link building. Oh crap. You're right. Okay. Links. Yeah. yeah we got, know, we, we got a great, we got a great, we got a graze over it because we do a uh, whole entire uh, podcast dedicated that you can reference to. Yeah. But you definitely want some links. Uh, fortunately, citations that we talked about before, that, that's going to build some links for you. So you can kind of include that in there. 
But if you want some actual like good links, you're going to find, have to find opportunities. Uh, depending on how black hat you want to get here, you can get link packages for like 20 for 120 bucks, 300 bucks. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily trust those anymore. Or you can find uh, individual guest posting opportunities, but like a realistic budget for links for a small business a month. Oh man. It, it's that. I'd say like 50 to 100, you could probably do some good. For 100, yeah, you could probably. You're only, you're only going to get like a few, but that's okay. You might you might get three or four exactly. from 100. Yeah. So it's going to have to build up over time. You know, like if you were spending. But, but that's what you want to do kind of anyway. Yeah. So I would budget, I would budget more on the $100 side. Unless you're impatient and then you're like, oh, I want my SEO to get me leads tomorrow. And I'm like, wow, you're listening to the wrong podcast, my friend. That is not how you get business immediately you're gonna <laughs> listen to our paid campaigns podcast that's gonna be right after this one right paul yeah like right now um okay so what's five i don't know what five is is it social yeah i would say you want to you want to start mixing in social too is, is that really what it was or you're like oh that sounds like a good five <laughs> yeah it sounds like a good five <laughs> no i mean it, it is i mean social is just so prevalent i mean everyone's on it I'm having some sort of presence on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Or number five could be paid search. Well, no. You might not be paid. No, because that's, that's uh, social can, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You know what? You might not, you might not be paid to do social either. So yeah, we we gotta, we we gotta just stick to just SEO things. So I would then probably say uh, like schema workup. Oh, the freaking Texans 2019 schedule just released. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. We're playing the Good Saints that. on Monday night in week one. Um, oh, that means that UCF and Texans can't happen. But uh, not, not to get too sidetracked. Um, social, I, I've done a, a lot of studies that are like how important social is. It weird if companies don't engage in social at all. And people, people want to see you like posting here and there. I mean, I know that's not very technical or scientific, but being engaged in social will have benefits whether you can see them firsthand or not yeah so i mean you really got to be doing some level of it mm-hmm. yeah. I, I agree so um so there's your top five right there we have google my business set up we have on-page optimizations and technical seo we got content and links or links and content whatever way you want to do it just do them both together and then we have social and that should be your top five priorities worrying so, about. So that interesting thing is this kind of circles all the way back because life, life is just a big circle. Like Matthew McConaughey once said, um, is that um, agencies are great for doing a lot of these things for you. Um, so that's why agencies are so appealing because when you work with them, they're going to be like, cool, I'm going to do your local, your onsite, your links and your content. Um, not, and then we don't want to get too, you know, too crazy when they do social. I, I don't think that everyone can do like social too. That might be something better suited for a consultant or yourself. Um, but you know, that's what happens. They take over all those components. It's just a matter of how they prioritize those things. And then um, sometimes you could get a good freelancer. that can do a lot consultant Upwork. Um, but there's a lot. It's um, it's crazy digital marketing world out there. There's a lot of work. And uh, sometimes not so bad. I have some people that are very good taking over multiple components that are super important. It's just that it costs money. Yeah. 
So, and then Ryan's going to share this document uh, that shows you how he sort of prioritizes clients. We're going to make it, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to blur some stuff out, block through some things, uh, but hopefully you can use it. Yeah. It'll be a blank sheet by the time I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't want to put in your information here and we'll just sell it. No, we're all about educating. I mean, you know, it's one thing to see it. It's one other thing to execute and execute it correctly. So. That's what we're here for. Tell you what's up and uh, share the secrets and, and let you know how we got so gosh darn good at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us um, and you found something useful out, out of this podcast and uh, stay tuned and subscribe because next week we're going to be talking about natural language generation. <laughs> I got to prepare for that one. You do. Yeah. I thought we were uh, casting on Friday. What you guys don't understand is like we, we come up with like lists of things that we're going to talk about uh, and then we end up just talking about whatever we want to at that moment. I know. Then I look <laughs> at the list and I'm like, I don't want to do that though. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when you're the co-owner of a podcast, you kind of get your way, you know? Ooh, co-owner of a podcast. That's, that's, one, that's one for the resume, my friend. I was like talking to someone about our podcast and they're like, can I be on it? Who do I have to ask? And I was like, you're talking to him. You're talking to the person. And they're like, I'm so, I'm so impressed. You, oh yeah. I think I know what story you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to have, um, trying to organize a podcast about webinars because webinars are fascinating to me. So hopefully that happens in your future too. Yeah. But anyways, guys, thanks for listening. You know, we appreciate our, our listeners and hit us up, uh, you know, at a lot of different places. We'll always respond. You can always send us a Gmail or an email to our Gmail, uh, seozedandotherlies.com, at gmail.com, excuse me. And then you can always uh, you know, reach out to us on Facebook or on YouTube. Um, I don't think there's any way for us to talk to anyone on Spotify uh, that I know of. I have no idea. Yeah, but you know, that cool. email or Facebook or YouTube, you know, our channel will definitely respond to you and, and get back to you really quickly. So Cool. Thanks for the information. I'll be sure to do that. Yeah. Uh, but once again, you know, this has been another episode of SEO is dead and other lies. And so I'm Paul Warren and I'm Ryan Klein. You guys have a good night. All right. Bye. Bye everyone.